0: Welcome to the Mama's Redefined Success podcast. My name is Danielle and I'll be your guide as we get real about finding your true north on this expedition of motherhood. Whether you're a new mama who just got in this path of discovery or you're already in the thick of the chaos and you'd give anything to find your way to a path. Either way, I've got you. I've gone down a lot of paths in life and motherhood from corporate executive workaholic to stressed out supermom who didn't know the word no, to an anxious and depressed stay at home mom of two just trying to get through the day. And now I'm getting my footing as a mom and business owner. I'm here to share my journey in a raw way to hopefully help you so you don't feel alone as you navigate your path here, we embrace where we are today, but we don't stay there. So get ready to laugh, learn, possibly cry, and definitely grow as you journey to redefine what success means to you so you can thrive in who you're meant to be. Let's go! Hey, mamas, welcome back. I am really excited about this topic, you guys. I can't actually believe that I haven't talked about this topic until now because I'm so passionate about this. It's something that, um, actually, what I'm gonna give, read, you know, I always start with a quote. Well, today I'm gonna start with like a long quote or more like a poem kind of. Um, but it is a poem that I have had hanging. On my place of business since I started back in, I don't really want to date myself, but a long, long, long time ago, as soon as I graduated college and started my first job, I hung this poem on my desk and everywhere I went since then, including in this office in my home where I am right now, this is hanging and I have lived by this for so long. And so I'm really excited to expand upon it because I'm going to read you the poem. We're going to talk about it, but it's not just what this poem says. It's something else that happened today that made me even take this thinking to another level. So Here we go. First of all, the poem, um, which is called Attitude by Charles Swindoll. And I don't even remember, like Charles Swindoll, I think he's a preacher, honestly. Um, This is not, like I had no idea he was a Christian or anything when I pulled this poem. Um, And he's an author, but I didn't read any of his books that I, to my knowledge, my remembering, I don't know where I saw this, but the second I saw it, I printed it out. I actually rewrote it um, and like, colored on it and everything. I can still remember the paper. I actually think I still have the original paper. Um, I have since rewritten it, but it's in, I think, a drawer of mine. But anyway, I digress. So it's called Attitude. And it goes like this. The longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a school a home. The remarkable thing is that we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change the past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. Y'all, if that is not so true, then I don't know what is because it is so important. Our attitude is so important. And the best part about it is, is that we get to control it. And even when we are faced with whatever we're faced with, we get to choose how we react to it. And so while I've talked about that um, in the past, what I had this realization today um, is I was listening to our, um, I'm a brand partner for a company, a lifestyle brand, and we were having our weekly like update call that we have. And um, the founder was talking about taking responsibility. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So taking responsibility. So, um, and she was just talking about how you, when you take responsibility, you're in control, just like our attitude, right? And we get to choose if we take responsibility or not. But when you don't, take responsibility, when you blame others, you are actually giving them your control. It's kind of like even forgiveness, right? And forgiveness works the same way. Like if you don't forgive someone, you're actually punishing yourself by not forgiving that person. And just like blaming someone else actually gives them control. And it doesn't give you the control because you're not taking any responsibility. So even if that person has the, you know, some responsibility. And I'm sure they do. They have their responsibility, but you also have yours. And so we have to actively choose to accept that responsibility in whatever it is that we're facing, that we're up against, that we're dealing with in our daily lives as moms, that can be a lot, right? We have a lot on our plates, right? And so, you know, maybe your husband forgot to take out the trash. Maybe your child forgot to pick up their shoes. Maybe that happens, like, do mine ever remember to pick up the shoes? No. Um, They're just strewn about no matter where they came in or when they decided to haphazardly take them off their feet. Um, But I digress. So it is just about taking responsibility for the way that you react to that And, you know, do you scream and do you take the shoes and put them where they belong? Or do you, you know, make them come and get the shoes, leave them where they are, like let them be and make them take responsibility by coming, taking the shoes, right? And putting them where they are. Like if you haven't set up a system in place, like, you know, take some responsibility in that, right? Like let's set up a system. This is what we do with the shoes that are, you know. When you come in the house, this is where they go. And if you already have a system, then what's your consequence, right? Like if your shoes aren't where they're supposed to be. So this is just a very small example of ways that you can take responsibility, even when it's not necessarily, you know, your fault that the shoes are there. However, what responsibility can you take in that moment When you recognize that this is not behavior you want to have happening, right, what responsibility can you take in that moment to get a different result next time to, you know, have them take a little bit of ownership and responsibility themselves? Like, what can you do in that moment? So, you know, with the attitude quote, the responsibility is the same exact way. And it's so is relating to one another that I was like, I was just kind of, I don't know why my mind was blown today, but I was like, oh my gosh, it is so true because when you get in the daily of your life, you can blame all these other people and especially you guys going into the holidays, you can start to think that, you know, um, you just have so much going on. There's so many things like you have to get this done there's shopping you know there's a lot of things that you do every day in life but around the holidays there tends to be number one more going on and then number two more that you're responsible for because you know if you're buying gifts you you know you're buying gifts for the kids you're buying gifts for your spouse you're buying gifts for you know in-laws you're buying gifts for whomever ever you're buying gifts for but it's not just like one birthday present right it's everybody gets a gift all at the same time They're There's probably extra, you know, um, things that you're committed to in the evenings or Christmas parties or, you know, for us, it's like choir performances, dance, dance performances, different things that are happening that don't happen at all the other times of year that are all kind of concentrated into the holidays. And so in order to deal with that. We need to have some tools, right? We need to have some coping strategies and we need to maybe set some things in place and maybe take some responsibility instead of, you know, screaming because you're at your wit's end, you know, maybe now is the time that you think, okay, what could I have done differently or what could I do to prevent that next time? Um, and, you know, I think Jen, that's the founder, she was talking about, um, a canoe, right. And she had a whole different, you know, way that she was talking about this, but it was all about, you know, we're co-creating and working together and all of this, but it made me think of a time where my dad and I, we took my daughters individually one at a time out in a kayak on this, like, um, what's it called? Um, I don't know. It's like an inlet of water, right? It's not the ocean, um, but it is called the sound. That's what it is. It's in the Outer Banks. And um, we were there and we were on this kayak. And, you know, my dad had an oar and I had an oar and he was in front and I was in back. And, you know, I was trying to guide him on what, where we were going, right? I was telling him what to do. Well, he had his own plan of what to do. And, you know, when we kind of started getting further out. And, you know, my child wanted to turn around because she started to get kind of nervous. We were, my dad was start, kind, kind of starting to panic because like the canoe or the kayak wasn't going the way we wanted it to. The, the current of the water was cha- was changing a little bit. And it was like pulling us where we didn't want to be. And there was like an area where we definitely didn't want to go. And, you know, I was trying to tell him we owe, we each had our own or, right? So if one person only had an or, then we would just go in a circle, right? Like, And that's what kind of Jen was talking about. And But we each had an or. And you know, he wasn't doing what I told him to do, right? Like he was like kind of panicking, thinking he knew better what to do. And so he was doing what he thought he should do, right? And so I finally gave up telling him what he should do. And I just, you know, reacted to what he was doing. So if he was doing the thing that I told him not to do, then I had to do the opposite or whatever, or I had to like figure out what he was doing. And I had to do the opposite thing or, or the thing that I knew was going to make us move. And I'd be like, dad, now do you see we're doing this or whatever? And I'd be like, okay, so listen to me. And so, you know, I had to, I took responsibility, right? I could have just kept screaming at him to change what he was doing, to do what I wanted him to do. But in Instead, because he was like panicking, I was like, okay, no, Danielle, what can you do to change the situation? And what I could do was I could change what I was doing instead of doing what I wanted to do and what I knew was going to get us back to shore. I started reacting to what he was doing and then talking to him, Dad, see, do you see how we're going? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then we actually, then he started listening to me. And then as soon as he started listening to me and we started working together, we got back very quickly. Right. And he was like laughing later. He was like, if I would have just listened to you right from the beginning, which, you know, I am always like saying, just listen to me. And, and, you know, mom is always right. Right. And even though it wasn't my husband, it was at the time it was my dad. And that's just as bad. Right. Like they all think we all think we know best. Right. But um, usually, usually I'm Right. (laughs) Anyway, I digress because I I love saying that I'm right, but I'm not always right, right? Like we're not always right, but you and it doesn't matter. That's the point of this story, I guess, is that it doesn't matter if you're right or not. If the other person is doing actions that you don't want them to be doing, you have to take control. You have to take responsibility. You get to decide how you react to that, right? And so then you can change your actions and hopefully they're going to see what you're doing. Your child is going to see how this actually helps, right? If they pick up their shoes and put them Then they know where they are the next time. Then when they go to try to put on their shoes, they actually are in the same spot. And if you, you know, or then my dad, you know, realizes that, you know, we're going in the right direction now. Maybe I should listen to her. Right. And so you have to take the responsibility first. And if they never change, they never change. Right. And maybe you have to set up some other type of consequence or something like that, right? But in most cases, if you take responsibility, you're going to at least get the control back, right? And you're at least going to make the situation better for yourself. And that is what we are looking to do here, right? Because we are trying to make things better. We are trying to get on this path for discovering our true north and take this journey to become a better person. And that is going to be hard. We are going to face opposition. We are going to come against a lot of things. And we want to make sure that we are choosing the right attitude every day, right? But that we are also taking responsibility in all things. In all things, it doesn't matter if we're right or if we're wrong, we're taking responsibility where, where it should be taken, right? So I wanted to read one more quote for you from the Dalai Lama. So this quote is from the Dalai Lama, and he says, when you think everything is someone else's fault, you will suffer a lot. When you realize that everything springs only from yourself, you will learn both peace and joy. So you guys, he is saying the Dalai Lama is saying, when you think someone else, someone else is always at fault, like you're always going to be blaming. You're always going to be in this state of you know, not peace, not joy, right? Like they are, you're blaming them. So they're in control of your situation. They're in control of your feelings, right? You're letting them control your pain, right? You are blaming them instead of taking responsibility, you are blaming them. And so you're never going to be able to find peace or joy when you're blaming others you have to take the responsibility in whatever the situation is. And in that responsibility, you will then find peace or joy. Even if it's a situation that you cannot change and that you cannot control, you will find the peace in knowing that you can't change it and you can't control it, right? Because you cannot change other people. They're going to change on their own accord. They're going to change if they want to. Right. But you can't make them and they're not always going to change. And so you're just going to have to find the peace and the joy in accepting the situation as it is, but not in blaming them for it. Right. Because you give up that control. And when you do that, you're giving them the power. You're giving them the power, and you're never going to be happy when you think someone else has power over you, right? I hope this is making sense. I hope this is resonating with you. This was kind of like a short and sweet one, but I'm going to try to keep them really short and sweet through this holiday season because I know we don't have all the time in the world to listen to podcasts during this time. We have so much going on. Hopefully you can listen to this while you're doing something else, right? Multitasking like I always do when I listen to my podcasts. But I hope you found this helpful and I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. If something you heard today spoke to you, I hope you'll use it on your journey. It would light me up to know what hit home with you. So please share this episode on your social and tag me so I can encourage you and thank you personally for sharing. I'll meet you right back here next week. Keep smiling, y'all.